Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Grant Francis, I'm Brandon Kylie. We're always happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, especially when we have the pleasure to be joined by Dan Schulman. He's the Blue Jays broadcaster for Sportsnet. You can follow him on Twitter. You've probably seen him on a bunch of college basketball games as well recently with the season getting started. He is at dschulman underscore ESPN. Dan, it's a pleasure to be able to speak with you today. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, Doing very well. So we wanted to have you on today to get your expertise on the Blue Jays side of things. You probably heard uh, the Cardinals are connected with at least a couple of their catchers, specifically Danny Jansen and Alejandro Kirk, who could be moved this offseason, it sounds like, uh, to make some room there and maybe help them elsewhere. What can you tell us specifically about Alejandro Kirk in the season that he had a year ago, Dan? So uh, he ha- overall, he had a great season. Um, you know, he started the all-star game for the American League at catcher and won a silver slugger. So that's, that's pretty good. He's a really interesting guy. In 2020, the COVID year, he hadn't played above A ball. He's at the alt site. Remember the alt sites that every, every team had in 2020. And then they had an injury. They call him up from there at the end of 2020, and he holds his own. Last year, he does all right, hot and cold. And this year... From like middle of May to middle of July, he was about as hot a hitter as there was in baseball. Cooled off in the second half, but still a, a really good offensive year. Hit 285, got some power, uh, but, but more than the power, he doesn't swing and miss. He doesn't strike out. Like his bat-to-ball skills, line drive ability, use the whole field, all of that are elite. He'll take a walk, so he's got a very good on-base percentage. He's a really, really good offensive catcher. Defensively, he's improved. And uh, it seems like the pitchers like throwing to him. He's known for his framing. He's good and quiet back there. Arm is so-so, not great, but not terrible. Um, there, there is some concern. Maybe concern is not the right word, but he's not a guy. You know, you guys are used to out of your Molina catching six days a week, right? He's not that guy. Um, he's, as you've probably seen, he's a heavier guy. He's 5'8", like 260. And the Blue Jays typically would like catch him one or two days in a row, give him a day off, DH him a day, catch him a day, DH him a day, that sort of thing. So now that the DH is in the National League as well, uh, it opens it up for everybody. He's a really good player. But I, I wonder how other teams look at him, given that he doesn't really, you know, fit the mold of what your typical big league, you know, stud catcher looks like but he's a really good player and and the blue jays have three catchers i think they're trading one of them i think it's an automatic that they got to trade one of the three which one of the three i don't know um but alejandro kirk you know he's got pretty good value right now given the year that he just had yeah and i wanted to follow up on that with kirk if he were to come here to st louis if they decided that's the guy that they won and they were able to work out a deal between the two teams do you think he can be a quote-unquote number one catcher? Because the Cardinals do have Andrew Kisner, who could probably start for him, you know, 60 games next year, and it wouldn't shock anybody. So do you think Alejandro Kirk's a guy that could start like 100 games next year as a, a legit catcher, not just a DH? I think so. You know, the other thing, too, is the climate in Toronto and the climate in St. Louis. You know, sure. we, it's a little, cool, a little cooler in Toronto when we've got a roof. A little hotter <laughs> down there, you don't have a roof. So... Um, a hundred might be, and and again, who knows, right? You know, things can change. I just know that the Blue Jays were careful with him. And 
I don't know off the top of my head how many games he started behind the plate. I can try and click here while we're while we're talking <laughs> and figure it out. I I would guess he started seventy five or eighty. Uh, let's see here, seventy four started seventy four behind the plate and started at DH forty nine times. So started one hundred and twenty three games. He, he I don't think he was ever on the IL. He did miss a few days with. Uh, something late in the season. I, I don't know. A hundred might be right at the outer edge. Um, you know, he's done 74. He could probably do 80 or 90. Could he do a hundred? Maybe, uh, I guess. But, you know, part of the package is, uh, and I don't know the uh, Cardinals DH situation intimately, whether they rotate guys through there or whatnot, but part of the package is you want that bat in the lineup when he's not catching, if you can. Uh, and are the Cardinals comfortable doing that if they only have two catchers? Do they carry a third catcher? That sort of thing. But for a lot of the year, he hit cleanup for the Blue Jays. And, and as you guys know, it's a pretty good offensive team that the Blue Jays have. So, you know, he's, again, he he doesn't, like, fit the mold of whatever the mold is, but he's a middle-of-the-order bat. And he's, a, he's a very, very useful player. Dan, on the flip side of that, the other catcher that has been connected to the Cardinals is Danny Jansen, who's a little bit more of a veteran in Major League Baseball. And he's coming off of a season where, I mean, it was an incredible year, a 141 OPS plus an 855 OPS. Uh, Is that a one-off of Danny Jansen, or have you seen that trend with him, despite the numbers not being there, where he's consistently a, a threat for the team? So consistently is the key word. Consistently, no. Hot streaks, yes. Um, you know, it's funny, came up to the majors with a, a bat-first reputation and didn't hit, really. Hit a little bit in his rookie year, but then, you know, again, streaks here and there. Um, and, and he's had some decent years. He's also had a lot of injuries. Danny, uh, and, and I think Danny Jansen's one of the, the great guys I've ever met in the game. Like, a, and, you know, he's the kind of guy, you, you know, if you, had a, if, you want, if you had a son that age, you'd want him to be like Danny Jansen. He's that guy. So, um, but a lot of injuries, uh, hamstring, calf, uh, got hit by a pitch, broke a bone, I think, in his wrist, I believe, and missed about a month. So, you know, some freak things, some not. But he's had three or four weeks where you can't get him out, and the power is there. And then he has three or four weeks where he really struggles. So it's hard to know exactly what he is over a full, healthy season. Um, he and Kirk were a nice combo. Uh, they split the time, and uh, Jansen got so hot that he would DH a little bit at the end of the season, too. Um, I think it's less likely the Blue Jays trade Jansen, and I could be totally wrong on this, because they're obviously in their contending window right now. And are they willing to turn the catching over to Alejandro Kirk, who's relatively inexperienced, and Gabriel Moreno, who's uh, completely inexperienced at the major league level, basically. He's got a few weeks. That's it. So... I think they're going to keep Jansen and trade one of the other two. Um, but, you know, I'm, pro- I'm probably wrong on that. The <laughs> staff loves him. He puts he puts a ton of work, a ton of work into working with the pitching staff and, and that sort of thing. Um, good defensively. He doesn't grade out as well uh, in terms of the metrics as Kirk, which is funny because I think with the eye test, most people would probably pick Jansen over Kirk, but let's say they're about equal defensively overall. Jansen's got a bit of a stronger arm. And again, he's got like two, three years more experience behind the plate. But he's like, if you told me he started 110 games and hit 220 with 11 homers, I believe it. And if you told me he hit 250 with 22 homers, I believe it. it it's, he's got a range in him. It's just about staying healthy and, and having good habits at the plate. 
Dan Schulman's our guest for just another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Dan, when you look at those guys that are potentially available from the Blue Jays and you compare them to the catching market in free agency, I think the two guys that get the most attention here in St. Louis, uh, you're familiar with both of them potentially from their playoff experience. It's Christian Vasquez on the kind of mid-tier range. And then if you look at the the big name item, it's Wilson Contreras. How would you compare those guys versus the Toronto Blue Jays options? Right. So Kirk, obviously, only with, you know, he's going to be a lot cheaper, right? He's not, I don't even know if he's arbitration this year. I think he right. needs one more year till he even hits arbitration. So you're talking about a guy um, at a different level of his career. And you're talking about a guy who's a better hitter than Christian Vasquez. Now, Christian Vasquez, much more experience brings all kinds of intangibles to, um, you know, that he's been on winning teams. He's been a number one catcher uh, and that sort of thing. Contreras, who I haven't seen as much of the last couple of years, um, obviously has power and all, and all kinds of possibilities. I, I, I think it depends uh, on what you're looking for. And, and I would imagine that teams that are interested in catchers are both talking to the Blue Jays uh, and probably talking to Oakland about Sean Murphy as well. And, and they're, you know, gauging, um, the free agent market. It probably just depends if the price range of a Contreras is out of a team's range, then you, then you make a trade. You'd rather not make a trade because you'd rather just go spend money and not, um, you know, have to give up prospects as, or players as well. And, and that's the interesting part. Like if the Blue Jays and Cardinals make a trade, the Blue Jays don't want a prospect from St. Louis. I don't believe it's the names you guys have probably discussed. The Blue Jays need left-handed bats. So, you know, is Newt Bar the guy they asked for, is Carlson a switch hitter, the guy they ask for? I don't know that Carlson's as good a fit, to be honest with you, but that may depend as well. Do the Cardinals want to trade uh, one of their existing outfielders to fill the catching hole, or would they rather just go spend money to do it? I, I, I'm not sure. And, and there's another team out there. Arizona's got like three left-hand hitting outfielders, and as much as I'm sure the Blue Jays and Cardinals have had talks, I'm sure the Blue Jays and Diamondbacks have had talks as well. And, and you know, catching is so scarce around the major leagues it's a the blue jays are in a pretty good spot here and, and you know maybe teams are talking to Contreras and vasquez first and maybe those dominoes have to fall before they they turn to trade possibilities but um the, there there is definitely the possibility of a fit between these two teams yeah i think it's that and then it's the sean murphy talks as well i think murphy probably being the all-around complete player might be the first one that goes and then uh people right. kind of go to the those other options dan we'll get you out of here on this i i don't have uh, the announcer schedule on in front of me so i, I don't know if you're going to be on this game are, are you going to be on mizzou versus kansas this upcoming weekend uh, I will not. I will be in Houston. I have Alabama Houston this weekend. So I've done that Kansas Missouri game in the past. And it's one of my, one of my pet peeves, what football has done to basketball, that those two teams aren't in the same conference anymore, but that's, you know, that's like, that's like shouting into the void. So, um, but no, I haven't been at Mizzou in a long time and did the Missouri Illinois game a few times way back in the day. Uh, and always loved it, but no, I'm, uh, I'm in New York now for the Jimmy V tomorrow night, the, the doubleheader there. And then I got Alabama-Houston on Saturday, so uh, no KU-Mizzou. Well, hopefully soon enough, Mizzou is back to, to winning more games. That way we can get Dan Schulman out here in, in Columbia again. Dan, appreciate the time as always, man. Thank you so much for giving us your expertise on the Blue Jays, and hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. All right, you got it. Take care. Absolutely. That's Dan Schulman here on 101 ESPN. For my money, one of the absolute best in the business. I think he's one of the best announcers out there. Uh, I, I loved him on ESPN Baseball. Now he's doing a great job for the Blue Jays. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.